0: What's up, guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dudes Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. We are dudes talking news, sports, and God. It is going to be a solo show today. One Greg Walden is on his way back from Texas. We will talk about that more deeply here in a second because I'm sure he has a truckload full of Buckeyes, Beaver Nuggets, barbecue curls uh, any anyway we'll talk about that in a second he's on his way back from Texas San Antonio Texas shout out to San Antonio Texas as well Ben Askew our guy our new guy Big Ben Askew I uh, remember him you master in North Carolina. <laughs> Sorry, I'll get that punch bad in a second. Ben Big Big Ben Askew is on his way back from Illinois. He's moving here. He is a youth leader in our local church, but he's coming back and he'll be we'll get him back on the pod very soon. And then uh Greg Kraywick, uh, the old school guy, former MCD, modern Christian dude. Actually, once you're a modern Christian dude, you're a modern Christian dude for life. But shout out to Greg Kraywick. He has moved back to south carolina so uh anyway i'm sure you can check out uh, i think he's still podcasting uh, i'll have to look that up so anyway dude's talking new sports and god like share and subscribe we exist to enter encourage entertain you guys a little bit here and there so let's go ahead and kick it off greg walden funko pop greg walden remember funko pop greg walden oh that's a man i'm messing up my buttons here today guy you know hey, funko man. pop Greg let walden. talk about that pop game for just a second anyway okay. funko pop greg so walden chase. he loves the he's funko like pops uh, at times we think he literally owns every funko pop in the world but uh he does not but uh anyway uh this is shout out to him because he's he has addiction issues he loves funko pops he loves gopros and he loves which we'll get to in a minute but he loves bucky's bucky's gas station based out of the heart of Texas, if you have ever been through Texas, one thing you have to do if you're driving through is stop at a Bucky's gas station. They're huge, they're amazing, they're awesome. It's really hard to explain just how big and huge they are and the madness that is there until you just stop and, and go to one. So, when you're driving through Texas, you see a Bucky's gas station. I'm telling you, you have to stop. And check it out. Uh, I've taken my kids there. It's been a lot of fun. But check out this article. It's called um, Five Suggestions on How Buckys Can Can and Should Complete World Domination, uh, which it seems it's on the verge of. Uh, it says Bucky's recently announced their next move toward world supremacy. The company, which is based in Katy, Texas, is building the world's largest travel center between Nashville and Knoxville. So for all of you that are in, t- in Tennessee. Bucky's is coming your way, a good friend in Knoxville. So, hey, buddy, uh, Bucky's is coming your way. This baby will weigh in at 74,000 square feet and serve as a conduit to the Great Smoky Mountains with more than 120 fueling stations, electric vehicle charging stations, and a 250-foot-long car wash in these suckers are are huge i mean uh they say it's 66,335 square foot of snacks and like they they they're insane i'm telling you if you have never been to bucky's before there are people that have done youtube channels youtube videos on it spending a whole day at bucky's i don't know if you spend 24 hours there but it legitimately is huge and is is awesome i like they have some fresh brisket sandwiches i really like those the bucky beaver nuggets are good they're not like Excuse me, they're not my favorite thing in the whole world. They have like the fresh uh, nuts, roasted caramelized nuts. They have those. They literally do have everything. So Bucky's Bucky's, and we're with with this in mind, we're thinking about Greg Walden because he did text me a photo that he bought like four cases of barbecue curls, Bucky's crunchy curls or something. The guy's crazy. But uh, this guy gave a few suggestions, you know, if they want to take over the world um, that I thought were interesting. Number one, which they don't have. This is some things that Bucky's don't have. He suggested sleeping pods. How many of you, you've been on that epic road trip and you just need a little shut eye, you need that little siesta, you need a little nap. He suggested Bucky's needs napping pods. How awesome would that be if Bucky's had some napping pods that we could just stop by for, you know, an hour, two hours, um, you know, hour and 20 minutes, whatever it might be. So Bucky's, there's one thing that you don't have sleeping pods. He also mentioned drones to deliver snacks. Now I have a drone. I have a really good drone. I'm a drone guy. I'm uh, in favor of, you know, like Amazon using the drones, but this will be interesting. What have uh, I, Uh, when is this going to break? When companies can start using drones to deliver, our skies are going to be filled. I mean, if just Amazon alone got approval to actually deliver with drones, just think of how many drones there would be in the skies. Uh, but how cool would it be, you know, if you're uh, just, you know, driving down the interstate and you got that that craving for that, you know, epic snack that you all love to eat on that long road trip and uh, Bucky's drone just flies over and drops it off to you. That would be really cool as well. Uh, and then also they mentioned, uh, which is very interesting, billboards all over the world. There is actually a billboard a Bucky's billboard in Florida. It's uh, between near Tallahassee, 850 miles away from a Bucky's gas station, and you can find a billboard. What if they, they just need to start doing that all over the world? And then finally, Bucky needs Bucky's. This guy suggested Bucky's needs to partner with SpaceX and launch rockets from the world's first ever galactical travel center. Yes, I think one day, if there is ever a gas station or travel center in the universe, it will be Bucky's. There you go, guys. Um, So you're like, what is this Bucky's? I'm telling you, if you're in Texas or now Tennessee, uh, check out the Bucky's gas station. All right, another shout out to you, one Funko Pop Greg Walden. Some interesting, exciting news if you are a GoPro user. Now again, keep in mind, we said Funko Pop Greg Walden does not have every Funko Pop in the world, but he does have literally every gopro ever made he has that but check this news out it says gopro recently opened up its camera system with gopro labs allowing users to add experimental features like footage capture with motion detection now the company is taking its big step further with the introduction of the open gopro api for the go hero 9 black with the api developers can access access the following hero 9 black features wireless connectivity camera command and control camera status camera preview and sd card media review and transfer it has already been used by companies Hu- Humi to incorporate wireless control with its amazfit watches operate a gopro with an fpv drone using the orga fpv and even by cena control the hero nine black using voice commands Other companies using the API include Pixelot, which created wireless GoPro control for sports broadcasting. Uh, centurion boats, which allows you to control the camera wirelessly from a boat's helm crew. So this is anyway, not to bore you, but that's kind of the next level is all this wireless connectivity and control in regards to the GoPro. So sometimes like I love the GoPro, but you're like, how could they add any more features to this camera? They keep doing it. I love GoPro, get a GoPro. You might not be a big video user, but they are a fun little toy, kind of an expensive toy, but they're very, very cool. Um, And if you want to dabble in it, don't go buy the newest GoPro. They have nine, there's a GoPro Hero 9 out. Just go get like a seven or an eight or something like that and uh, have a lot of fun with it. So there you go. All right. On this show, we talk a lot about Elon Musk because we are Tesla fans here at the Modern Christian Dudes podcast. Myself, uh, Big Ben Askew, Funko Pop Greg Walden, he has Starlink Internet. We're hoping to put our hundred dollar deposit on those Cybertrucks very soon, but anyway, uh, I found this interesting. This article it says tens of thousands signed petition to stop Jeff Bezos from returning to Earth. Yeah, so we're not bit, we're not so huge of Jeff Bezos fans, but we are Elon Musk fans. So <laughs> here we are. Clearly, these people are not. It says on July twentieth, Amazon's founder and billionaire. Magnet Jeff Bezos and his brother Mark will board the new Shepard suborbital rocket system. The Bezos brothers, one auction winner with $28 million to spare. That's how much he paid. And a fourth person will become the first crew aboard the reusable rocket for its 11-minute voyage to space. Since Bezos made the announcement about his journey to space this month, tens of thousands of people have come together to petition against his return to the planet there are multiple petitions out there but the front runner do not allow jeff bezos to return to earth had collected more than thirty-three thousand signatures by late sunday billionaires should not exist the description read on earth or in space but should but but should they decide the latter they should stay there so there you go what say you modern christian news all across the country should jeff bezos return to earth once he goes to space Anyway, <laughs> uh, again, it's it, all the space stuff I find very, very fascinating uh, because I feel like we should have, been, should have progressed farther in the, the space game so far, but it will be interesting as we have now Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk with their space companies begin to battling it out. What about you, Elon? Come on, you're our guy. You're going to head up there to space. You got all the rockets. We want you to go up there. So anyway, there you go go online. You know, if you don't want Jeff Bezos to come back to earth, then just, you know, go to one of those sites, sign your signature, you know, could happen, I guess. <laughs> so anyway, all right. The next one, this one is a shout out to big Ben. Um, ask you. My granddaddy was a barbecue master in North Carolina. Yeah. Anyway, uh, big Ben, he's a, a man of many talents and passions. One of which is pickleball. Have you guys heard of pickleball before? I came across this sport in Utah. It was there's a lot of pickleball courts, and I'm like, "What is this?" And so it kind of looks like a tennis court, but it's smaller and different. And anyway, I just came across this article said how one man's pickleball pastime became a lifelong passion, and it's tough to describe it. He describes it as a cross between tennis, ping pong, and badminton, and that's how I describe it. I describe it as like it's a smaller version of tennis, a bigger version of ping pong, but I guess it's kind of becoming the craze. Like our little city here, they just tore down all the tennis courts and they put up like a bunch of pickleball courts. And so very, very interesting. Big Ben ask you and I are going to get out there very soon and, and do a little bit of the pickleball. So it's basically like paddles. Again, it's like paddles that are bigger than a ping pong paddle, smaller than a tennis racket. And then it's like a wiffle ball and it's a smaller court. So same concepts of it, but I played it before. It is a little bit addicting, quite a bit of fun. And the reason it's popular is that it is good for old people. So all you old people, <laughs> which I'm getting older, you know, is, is it's really popular for older people that are, are doing that. And here's why is that you don't have to have the overall uh, movement. Uh, it's a smaller court, so you don't have to run to the other side. So it's, it's, You still get the physical activity in, but it's not as intense a physical activity and you don't have to have the overall physical abilities and skills that you would in tennis. So there you go. If you're ever driving by this court that looks like a little tennis court or something like that, it's pickleball. Go check it out and play it. And last, just item of note, says that the Sports and Fitness Industry Association gives estimates of how many people are playing in the country that year. In 2016, we had 1.3 million players, and then, it, and then it just doubled to the following year, 2.5 million. The next year, 3.2. And the last year were 4.2 million. So there you go. It's just doubling. It's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. So maybe you want to get in the pickleball game while it's popular so that, you know, you don't get lost. And, um, you know, years from now when it's super, super popular, you're like, what is it? Get in now so you can be cool and you can be popular in the pickleball Game. All right. There you go, guys. I'm flying solo here, but shout out to Big Ben Askew. Shout out to Funko Pop Greg Walden. We covered GoPro. We covered Bucky's. We covered pickleball. We covered a little a couple and <laughs> talked a little Jeff Bezos there. So anyway, let's dive into some spiritual talk here today, guys. Um, I'm going to do it just in this form, this way, just sharing a story today. Is yesterday was a Monday for me? Monday is my least favorite day in the entire week. I always feel like I have horrible Monday. It was very funny. The first um, interesting part of my day was that I I, I want to I just. I hate that I'm so busy. And there's every time I want to go work out, it, it gets messed up lately. And that's very, very frustrating because I want to be in good physical condition. So I strap up the mountain bike. I get ready to head off to, it's called the Ruby Jack trail, which is a rail trail in our area. And I get the bike out and finally get ready to ride. I'm like, cool. I'm here finally, man. I love riding my bike, my mountain bike. I'm on the trail Man, I get a mile-ish or so down the road. A huge thunderstorm goes through. I'm getting blitzed, blitzed with rain. I'm completely soaked. I have my cell phone. I don't... Really know if it's waterproof or not is is getting soaked. I have my earbuds, I have wireless earpods. Uh, I have people that are like calling me. Uh, I'm calling for help. There's like massive lightning bolts like around me. I'm hiding under these bushes to try and get somewhat dry because I don't want my phone to get jacked up. I end up losing my wireless earbuds because I'm like I'm like completely drenched. So I take off my shirt and just wrap it around my bike. It's just horrible, horrible, horrible. So. Uh, anyway, I'm like sprinting back on the bike. I finally get to the car. I'm completely soaked. I realize at some point, somehow my wireless earbuds like went flying somewhere and my cell phone is completely soaked. I'm like, oh great. I oh, I trashed another cell phone and that's another story. I can tell you how I trash cell phones. Anyway, uh get my car and you know, I then I finally go over to the gym to, uh, work out. I'm like, okay, at least I can run over to the gym quick and I'll just ride the bike inside, blah, blah, blah. So I get on the bike and I get a phone call and it's an unsaved friend of mine who rarely calls me. And anyway, he calls me up and we begin to talk and I'm kind of in a bad mood and I'm just not really wanting to talk to anyone. And I just want to, get some physical exercise. I just want to work out. And so this individual is just kind of talking and going on and, and I'm trying to mentally be there, you know, cause I'm like, man, maybe I can just tell him I got to go or something like that. But this is a guy that doesn't really ever reach out to me and talk to me that much. And so I was like, okay, Jeremiah, come on, rebuke the flesh. Uh, and so anyway, I end up talking to this individual two and a half hours two and a half hours. Okay. Literally two and a half hours on the phone. And there were so many times in that phone call that I was looking for an excuse and I was looking for a, a way out, but here it is. There's this unsaved guy and he's telling me about stories and problems and issues. And during the conversation, he ends up crying and we get to the end of the conversation. And I, cause I was like, okay, I'm just going to hang in here till he decides it's over with two and a half hours later we get to the end of the conversation. He's like, I just love you, man. He's like, he's, he's like, no one would do this for me. No one would give me this amount of time. No one would talk to me like this, like you would Jeremiah. Thank you so much. I love you, man. And we hang up and and say goodbye. And I want a few lessons from the conversation. Um, number one is that I didn't, you know, he didn't get saved. I mentioned God, I mentioned prayer, I mentioned praying for him, etc. I prayed for him this morning. And he's been on my mind, and so I did that. I, I, I inserted God and Jesus into the conversation a few times here and there. I didn't have this big spiritual discussion, and he didn't get saved per se. Uh, but you know, I, here, here's lessons learned. Number one, we can't get so distracted in our life that we forget there, there's so many people around us that need Jesus and they're looking for a place. They're looking for an outlet. Right. And so again, in that conversation, my, there are so many temptations in that conversation to be like, ah, oh, I, I, I need me time. I want to, you know, do, I want to ride this bike, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, man, I don't know. I, I believe that conversation is the start of something and, uh, I'm believing he's going to get saved, you know, in Jesus name. So number one, people are looking for, um, for God, you know, and they're looking for relationship, you know, they're looking for relationship with people. You know, this person talked about how, like, he's never had a conversation or, you know, everyone else would have, <laughs> everyone else would have done exactly what I was thinking in my brain. Be like, I got to go, bro. Sigh, sorry, bye. I got to go. I got to go. But you know, I, I forced myself to lock in and say, Jeremiah, just, just give this guy whatever time he needs. And uh, man, you know, he was touched by my willingness to give him time. And, you know, in that conversation, I realized hey, this guy is broken, hurting, and he's trying to find the, the answer to life. I have the answer to life, right? And so I'm just telling you guys people are looking, they're watching you and they're looking for someone that they can find hope in a place to turn to. And I'm so grateful. You know, I'm grateful, even though, again, I felt like I had to endure that, you know, in a sense, endure it. And, and not from, it was a bad conversation, horrible person is more my selfishness in, in that regards. But, um, Yeah. You know, it just, people are looking for God. They're hurt, they're broken, and they're trying to find people. They're watching you. And what I was trying to get to, I'm just kind of sharing off the fly here, guys, is that I'm so grateful that he was, he thought of me, you know, and I hope that we can live lives in such a way that when those people around us that don't know the Lord, that don't know Jesus um, are searching, that need a conversation, that need hope from someone, that we will be the first person that they think of, right? I mean, that guy could have called other people. He could have reached out or maybe he could I don't know, you know, but he didn't have to call me is what I'm trying to say. But in that moment of, of, of loneliness, in that moment of hurt, in that moment of just needing to talk, he thought of me. I think that's cool. I think that's like, wow, I'm glad up to leading up to that conversation, I must have lived in such a way or treated him in such a way that he's like, that's a guy that I can turn to. And I think that's the goal of the believers, that we live and we love in such a way that people, when they start to go through the processes and the difficulties of life, want to turn to us that are believers. And here's the final thought. Is that uh, I think we need to live and love people in a way that we don't look at them as converts. You know, sometimes I think like I'm a pastor, but sometimes we're just viewing people, we're giving them time and our energy and our effort just because we want to see them get converted. And how I do, I want to see that individual I was talking to and everyone else that's in my life that doesn't know Jesus come to know Jesus and get saved. But if they never get saved, I want them to know that that, that, that Jeremiah, that guy's the real deal, right? I mean, he really loves people. He cares about people. He's not phony. He's not fake. And if I ever needed to turn to someone for help, for direction, for guidance and understanding, who's not just looking at me as like a convert or, you know, just to to, to heap his religion on, I know I can turn to that guy. And listen we should be unashamed. We need to tell people who Jesus is, that he is the answer, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know if that, that story is worth anything to you guys, but I'm encouraging you modern Christian dudes because I believe that there are people in our lives, there are people that are watching us right now, that if we will... Um, be open and available though those people are going to turn to us and we are going to be the people that can lead them to Christ to show them to Christ to pray for them to receive Christ man that's my prayer for that individual i had another person earlier this month that i've been interacting with and reaching out to that got saved and and that's exciting stuff man that's what christianity is about that's what Uh, being a modern Christian dude should be about is trying to direct other people to Jesus Christ. So guys, God bless you. I hope that God keeps bringing stories like that into our life, into my life, into your life, into our lives that will be modern Christian dudes that are making an impact and an effect in our life, in our workplaces, our areas of influence. So, hey guys, shout out to you. Shout out to Funko Pop Greg Walden, Big Ben Askew, Greg Craywick, all the modern Christian news all across the world. Talk to you guys next time. I won't be alone.